Episode 40. Does a bear crit fail in the woods? Welcome to episode 40 of the Adventures in Lollygagging Podcast. Were you all aware uh, that we were hitting 40? We hit a milestone. Yeah, Yeah. 40. Uh, That's insane. It's insane. I know. It's so old. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I feel like the podcast has been on the earth for an absurdly long time. Uh, It probably doesn't have many years left. Probably gonna die out soon. Oh, whatever. Oh, no. Uh, who cares? No. Yep. So yeah, we're we're forty. We're we're forty episodes in. Uh, I was looking at the at some character sheets today because we haven't played in a couple of weeks because uh, it's tough to organize with uh, strangely enough because of schedules uh, with this coronavirus stuff going on. Uh, so I was like updating some stuff on the uh, on the old roll twenty, getting some character sheets updated, things like that, and I was trying to figure out XP. Uh, like reward points because some people don't uh, track your reward points. Uh, so who knows how many you have? Like you could have like five, or you could have like a hundred. Uh, <laughs> you get reward uh, points. Yes. <laughs> so you're getting paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Um, other things that are interesting is we've had some some new stuff that's been happening with our our little group. Uh, so. Ashley, uh, I asked you this question on stream the other day, but uh, what, do we, what do we do on Fridays now? What is, what is our Friday thing now? Fridays are is our Mutineer Zero day. Yeah. Yeah. So we play Mutineer Zero now on Twitch from six o'clock to around eight o'clock PST, mm-hmm. uh, eight, eight thirty in there. But try, we try to get done by eight. Uh, so Mutineer Zero, if you don't know it, is a post-apocalyptic RPG. Uh, it's developed by Free League, so it's a different company, but it, we like the game. Uh, it's a great game. They're a great company, and they have a lot of good stuff. And so we started playing that. And then, then Melissa, uh, what is it we're doing on Thursdays now? What are we doing on Thursdays? We have a brandy new Zweihander campaign. Yeah, we do. And where is it though? That's the big thing. Like, where is it? Because it's, it's not. It's, it's clearly not in our podcast. Like, that's insane. It is not. It is on these Vihander RPGs Twitch channel. Yeah. So we got invited uh, about a month ago, I want to say a couple weeks ago, by uh, the folks over at Grim and Perilous. Uh, so uh, Daniel and Adam uh, and Matt, who uh, who does uh, basically all the Twitch stuff. Uh, he, he plays all their, you know, he kind of GMs most of their games throughout the week. Uh, they started, they said they're going to start inviting some, some more folks to start playing on their channel. And they invited us. And so every Thursday... From 7 to 9 p.m., a few of us are over there and we're playing a regular game. So it's not the whole crew because not everybody can uh, can commit to the exact same time every week. But we got Ashley, we got Melissa, we got Long, and we got our other friend Justin, who co-hosts uh, the Lollygaggers podcast with me, which is a different podcast that he and I do. So uh, the five of us are over there. We've done one episode so far and it went really well. And you could probably find it over on uh, on the VODs, uh, the videos over on twitch.tv slash RPG. So uh, hopefully they'll put, I think they, they might be putting on their YouTube at some point too. I'm not sure when. Uh, now the Mutineer Zero game we've got over on our Twitch channel. Because mm-hmm. not only are we just doing random Shinobagami games anymore, we're actually doing a regular game. 
Uh, so you can find us at twitch.tv slash the lollygaggers. And a uh, personal plea, uh, we would love uh, to get some uh, some extra follows on there. So if uh, if you're listening, if you like what we do, or even if you don't like what we do, uh, it's weird that you're listening four minutes to me talk if you don't like what we're doing. Uh, but even if you don't, uh, if you could head over uh, to our Twitch channel, that'd be great. Uh, so that's it for announcements. Uh, let me jump. Uh, let's jump into the game. So a uh, quick, quick, quick recap. I'm just going to do this so we can get through it fast. You all left Verdum with Stekis, new party member, mm-hmm. uh, because the doc wanted Stekis along because she didn't trust you all when you came to to find Bruno and Cressida, who had abducted her her adopted son, to do the thing that needed to be done. And so Stekis was an old friend, recently freed uh, because of the destruction of the governor's nest. And all of you left Verdum to try to track down Bruno and Cressida and Roderick and Chadwick. Uh, along the way, you ran into the Stubers, uh, old friends from when you first started the campaign who were coming back uh, to the town to buy some weapons because there was some stuff going on uh, near the borders of their of their abbey. Uh, and uh, they still hadn't heard from anybody regarding their uh, the, the parents, uh, Henry. I can't remember. Henry, was it Margaret? Was the other one Margaret? I can't remember. I look at my notes. Uh, then you all uh, were told that there was a a child in a cart somewhere near, somewhere along the road. Someone had seen it recently, uh, but you all wanted to make a pit stop at uh, the Woodwitch's hut to hopefully get some info about Waystones. Waystones being of interest, it seems, to Bruno and Cressida. Uh, but while you were at the witch's place, uh, she wasn't there initially, uh, and you all were jumped by a bunch of adversary demons, these weird, demonic, monkey-looking creatures uh, who who like showed up in the middle of the night as you were camping outside of the Woodwitch's home. You managed to take care of them, but you've been tainted by chaos now. And uh, then you were able to actually find that she was hiding, the Woodwitch was hiding in this cave nearby, accessed via a cellar in her home. She gave you some info. She told you a little bit about what the Waystones were, that they were some kind of ritualistic site that were they were built by the Umbat Nor, if you buried certain minerals and materials in the ground at each one of these stones, there was some sort of benefit that you would get uh, and that the Umbat Nor would do it when they were on some sort of pilgrimage. Uh, and then in the middle of the night, Lavinia and Stekis uh, had a this weird moment where a voice started beckoning them outside and, and the Wood Witch... Uh, she decided to go with you or she she wanted you to follow her and that's when you had this peculiar moment and we're going to we're going to start up here in a sec at this frozen pond with a splintered piece of wood caught in the ice with this dead woodland creature like a small chipmunk or something or a snow hare underneath the ice mouth still strangely trembling and moving calling on you to release her and it was a kind of old feminine voice and the Wood Witch mentioned that the two of you, Stekis, Lavinia, you had a long journey ahead for whatever that meant. So we're going to pick up right at that moment, except we're going to pick up on it from Zofia's perspective. Because Zofia had woken up at the sound of a swinging, slamming door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tried to wake up Bear, but Bear didn't want to wake up. So he rolled back over because <laughs> he's literally sleeping in Merlin's bed for reasons. And Sophia snuck out and you saw as you snuck out, Sophia hiding by the, 
kind of the animal pen, you see the three, Stekis, Lavinia, and Merlin. Uh, you can't quite make out what they're saying. They're not whispering, but they're not talking quite loudly. And at a certain point, like you see Lavinia step forward. What are you doing? Sophia is going to try to remain as stealthy as possible, um, but definitely wants to get closer and see what exactly is going on and assess if there's some sort of danger in this situation. So there is, there. once you, I mean, you're right now kind of hiding behind a post in the fence uh, of the pen where the goats and the, the pigs and stuff are kind of been corralled and the horses from your cart. But if you were to step out from that, it would be wide open because Merlin's carrying a lantern. And so there's nothing for you to hide behind at that point. It's a good 20, maybe 15 yards uh, between the pen and where they're standing. And there's no longer anything to hide behind. It's just flat land. So this is the last bit of stealth you can probably, probably do without someone. All they have to do is just slightly turn and see you. Understood. So I'm going to go towards the West and kind of hug that uh, fence along where the animal pen is, and then go to the North a little bit, continuing to hug that, animal pen fence the minute you step out from behind the fence you you see as merlin's head slowly turns and she kind of looks at you uh she eyes you up and down and she says this is not for you little girl but you may come closer if your curiosity overwhelms you. Is everything okay? There is no problems. Yes. uh, And Lavinia is still, like, she's not turning away from the thing in the middle of the pond. She's still kind of staring at it. Uh, it's, it's fine. See, we're all good friends now. How do you... I think it's time we go inside and warm ourselves by a fire, don't you? Okay, so I'm not coming to you. You're going to come back here? Mm, She's I, very kind of tentative. <laughs> I, think, I think so. I think our business out here is concluded. Okay, okay. Let's go back inside. And so you watch Lavinia as the, the animal that was inside where the mouth was trembling and it made it seem like it was talking just mm-hmm. suddenly becomes still and like kind of flops down in the in the the little bits of water that's underneath the ice of the pond. It's just sort of there, completely inert, immobile, and, and most certainly dead. And the whispers and the sounds and your ears, things like that, both of you, it's they have subsided at this point. Uh, Merlin turns around and she starts walking back uh, to the cabin. I will follow. Sophia's going to kind of wait for them to catch up um, and see if she's able to you know, kind of have them between her and Merlin so she can, you know, either stand just ahead of them or just behind them and just kind of whisper like... She walks right past okay. you. She walks right past you into the home, so... Okay, so then I'll, I'll hang back and kind of wait for them to catch up with me and then just ask them like, what is going on? Are you guys okay? And Lavinia's still very much just in thought and she'll kind of like reach over and she'll pat your head and... <laughs> uh, uh, it, and kind of, it's more of like an absent-minded thing. Like she's still kind of thinking, and oh yes, uh, we're we are fine. 
Um, just things to think about, things I haven't had to think about before. Sophia is going to kind of snap her fingers in front of Lavinia's face and just look if her eyes look okay and just um, look over at Stackus and be like, is she okay? She's learning. We're all learning as we go. Taking some wisdom from the situation. I think that learning that, and I will point to the mess on my back, learning that this kind of thing can happen is even new to me, and I've been here a long time. Oh, okay. So Zofia will be a little relieved by that explanation that they did come here to try to gather some knowledge, and so maybe this yeah. isn't something to be concerned about, but maybe they were just doing what they kind of came here to do. So that'll Imagine. suffice for Zofia. And, and Lavinia will continue. Magic can be very frightening. It's, cool. it's not yep. something that should be used lightly. I have no plans to do it. I will leave that all to you. But let's go inside. It's cold out. Okay, so you head back in, and there is a fire brewing. Uh, you see that she's getting ready to, to start climbing back down the trap door. Bear is still over in the bedroom, just snoring away. And she begins to, to climb down. She says, help yourselves. Oh, I'm going back to bed. And she starts to descend down the ladder and out of sight. Uh, at, at a certain point, Hubert, you might stir for a moment as she settles back in, but she doesn't actually say anything. She just kind of curls back up into her little bed roll and that's it. Something that Sophia is going to do once she is out of sight, because um, Sophia had thought that this was an abandoned place or somewhere that someone wasn't and had taken some laudanum. Um, so she is going to... Um, <laughs> seeing that the witch seems okay and is maybe being helpful to the group, she'll go ahead and put it back where it was. Okay. You don't get like anti no, no, right? <laughs> like You took the corruption for stealing it. You don't get it. Okay. So everyone finds a place to sleep and the rest of the night goes by. Morning comes uh, and it's still cold. It's lightly overcast, but uh, Merlin's up. You see her. Uh, she kind of puts together a small little bag of things and cli- you know, a little little cloth bag that she wraps around her chest and climbs back up. Uh, and she uh, she heads back into her home and she starts fixing some things, uh, like writing some chairs. She starts getting into a, a fairly long conversation with Bear about the different things that he needs to repair today. I guess Lavinia will ask her what sort of... Um things she was wanting her to retrieve around. She thinks about this after a moment of, of speaking with bear. And then you, you, at that point you see bear kind of head outside. He's got like a, an ax with him. Like he's going to get some supplies from, just from the area. Um, and she starts thinking about mm, for you, what you want from me is a bit of a tall ask. I fear, but you want my um, knowledge and wisdom? I think you would know that. Oh, those of us of a perfectly fine arcane disposition are not keen on sharing their discoveries, but mm, as much as I wish it were true, I am not 
going to live forever. Perhaps passing on some of that knowledge is in my interest as well. I know many, many spells. I shall not reveal all of them to you, of course. However, should you complete a series of tasks, each task you complete, perhaps I shall reveal to you a new page in my grimoire. The first very simple task for a very simple spell. Nearby, there is a family or a husband and wife, I believe they are, who um, did not properly pay me for recent services. Task is simple, little Lavinia. And you're much taller than mm-hmm. her, by the way. I would like you to recover the rest of the payment. Is this something you think you could do? She'll think for briefly a moment and then kind of nod. Um, how much is payment that they need to collect? Oh, it's not about coins, dear. There's a particular item that hmm, she and I bargained and agreed to terms over. Payment upon delivery, and I delivered weeks ago. I have not seen hide nor hair of her. Chorta. Chorta Hobart. And you would know that person. Mm-hmm. Maybe not friends or but you know who she is. You live your relative neighbors. You live in the same general neighborhood. Yes. There's a bit of a pendant. She claims is a family heirloom, but she agreed a sapphire pendant. A very crude metal chain. Not particularly fascinating fixture, but I very much would like the sapphire. She kind of like says that this greedy look kind of comes over her mm-hmm. face. I'll retrieve it for me. And I shall provide you a spell of great use for you. And where you're going. Okay. Uh, I will I will head out shortly. You might want to take a few of your friends. We never know apparently who was uh, who you could run into. Sophia's going to sidle over at this point to their conversation. One of the things that I am hoping to learn is how better to survive and kind of find my way in this new area. I grew up in the city on the streets and I got pretty good at staying safe. And then I spent some time on boats and I got pretty good at figuring out what to do on boat. But this whole wilderness thing, it's its scary, it's dangerous. I can find kind of find my way around, but it's just a totally different risks that are here. Do you have like tips or tricks that maybe I can learn from you about how to kind of make your way around and 
kind of keep yourself safe. So as you like butt into the conversations, he says, yes, the first tip I have is to keep your nose out of others' business. Yeah, I don't really do well with that. But is that going to help me like when a big thing is attacking me? Grow stronger, grow stealthier, and grow smarter. If you can accomplish at least one of those three tasks, you will be infinitely better suited to surviving here. If you can grow more accomplished at two of those tasks, perhaps you will live a few years. And if you can accomplish all three, well, you might have many years left in your life. So you said get smarter, get stronger, and get stealthier? Yes. Okay. I don't know about the smarter thing. Like, go to school? She looks at you, eyes just <laughs> kind like of rolling. pinching the bridge of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> Be a good girl and go find something useful to do. And she just shoes you away at that point. So while Zofia does that, she's going to like tiptoe, like she's practicing the like being stealthy piece of that. Like exaggeratedly so, tiptoeing. Merlin whispers to Lavinia, I do believe that woman is going to be the death of you. Uh, she's managed to survive very fast. No, I didn't say the death of her. I said the death of you. <laughs> Definitely, quite possibly. All right, so you kind of branch out, eat your breakfast. Bear does a couple chores. Uh, you all pitch in when you can. By about midday, uh, he seems to be well within uh, his capabilities of, uh, of kind of fixing the few things that you guys broke in her bedroom. And he promises to return at some point to complete a few other things. He would need to actually fetch supplies from town probably uh, to get a few other things. Uh, while there's plenty of wood, there's certain metals and things like that and other tools that he would probably need. Um, now, you all got pretty hurt. Is anybody... Yeah, I was going to look to see if anybody mm-hmm. could heal me. Okay. Did we sleep enough to go up the peril condition track? Yeah, you're good on peril. You can go all the way up. That's good. Bear's got one bandage. Sophia has five bandages. Did you steal them all? Uh, no, I got those from Doc Quelly before he left. You're basically gonna get one heal, you know, one one heal today, and then so you can kind of do this once once per day. You're at a woman's home. Well, she might not necessarily have bandages. She likely has ingredients to make bandages. Uh, if you wanted to purchase some or trade something for them, uh, but I think everybody was pretty hurt uh, from the fight because Bear. Looking at Bear, he is at on the. Uh, he's on. He says he's on the unharmed, but I don't trust him anymore. I don't trust anything you're doing. <laughs> I did not um, take any injuries. Not injuries. Or wounds. wounds. No. Yeah, I'm not seriously wounded, so yeah, if someone so could heal I. me, that'd be cool. Don't forget laudanum as well. Laudanum, you can kick yourself up one. That'll heal one, and it'll also make the heal test easier uh, at the expense cost of one corruption. Due to blood and sand I, and sleep, I am fine. That That's where when I use one of the fortune points i go up one of the damage i go up the damage track nice sounds good all right so then two of you are getting 
heal checks, yeah. heal tests. Okay, so go ahead, Ashley. You said you're at serious. Are you gonna kick it up at all uh, with laudanum or anything? Or are you just gonna do? Um, I don't have any laudanum. I just have a couple bandages. Okay. Uh, and then long, what about you? Are you gonna take some drugs before? No, I'm just gonna take it roll. Okay. So I'll roll for long first. So seriously, it's just standard. Okay. Uh, that is a fail. Would you like to use uh, one of the fortune points? We've got CX. Uh, yeah, crit success. A, oh no! But it's, it's a, a fail. Crit, crit fail. fail. Oh no! Crit what is that? Fail. So a critical failure means, uh, let's see, you cannot begin recuperating till undergoing successful treatment. While a critical failure also indicates that your wounds now suffer from infection. And because Ashley critical failed, that's also one of those peril things. So Ashley is stressed by her, her failure. Oh, great. Okay. Like, I am sorry you no longer have human genetics. I need you to go see veterinarian. <laughs> I can no longer treat you. <laughs> yeah, we've not actually had infection, have we? I don't think we have. Nope. Uh, so infection, it so it causes your injuries to become red and swollen, oozing pus, etc. You cannot recover steps on either the damage or the peril condition track, nor can you recuperate from injuries until your the infection has been appropriately dealt with. Uh, and this lasts until it has been successfully treated through bloodletting. If the infection is not properly treated within 24 hours, you permanently lose 1% brawn, and you continue to lose 1% brawn every 24 hours thereafter until it has been successfully treated. So bloodletting, it can be treated by a healer with a successful heal test, and you can only do this once every 24 hours. You only attempt this once every 24 hours, uh, no matter whether it is successful or not. The, so the more severe your damage condition track, the worse the difficulty rating of the heal gets. So you said you're seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that means it would be a challenging heal test. And in order to do this, you must have a skill rank and heal, which she does, uh, access to surgical tools, a bottle of leeches, and a bandage, both of which are expended as part of the treatment and be left uninterrupted for at least one hour. Uh, If you are treated with this test, your infection goes away. A critical success causes your infection to go away, and you move one step up the damage track. Both failure and critical failure means there's no recovery, while crit fail also makes you lose a permanent 6% brawn. Well, you are not in a good place. All right, so roll your own heal test to try to bandage up yourself. (laughs) That's what she did. And of of course, you're successful on your own. He needs to go see a veterinarian. That's what I've never treated a bird before. Come on. On the bright side, you are in a witch's hut, so uh, getting access to a bottle of leeches shouldn't be too difficult. Surgical tools, on the other hand, do you have surgical tools? I do not. I'm looking at it right now. Maybe uh, she has some for her experiments. A bottle of leeches isn't so bad. That's only three silver, and you get nine uses. You can get that from her pretty easily. Uh, I'll do this. Roll a D100, Hubert, since this is you that we're worried about. Uh, 51 and, and up, she the she does not have any surgical tools. 1 to 50, she does have tools that would suffice. 7. Okay, so you're to 7. She, she looks at the terrible job that you did bandaging her, 
uh, bandaging up Hubert, and she kind of laughs, and she's like, oh, you are much further behind in your studies than I realized. Magic will only get you so far, dear. Uh, other skills, practical ones of the world, are very important. And so she's going to go ahead and sell you some leeches uh, for three silver. Now, the surgical tools, she's going to go ahead and use them herself. So I'll let her... Like you, she can, she'll, she'll lend them to you, but she's not, she's not selling those because there's all sorts of different things that she okay. needs for various experiments and things. But she has heal. How much would it cost to pay her to do it? She'll probably want a couple silver on top of the the cost of the bottle okay, of leeches. Okay, well then you'll pay it. All right, I need an eighty-two. Pa- no, I'm sorry, it's challenging. I need a seventy-two uh, uh, to pass this. That's a fail. So five. Would you like yeah. her to roll uh re-roll that? Hey. Here we go again. Okay, so infection gone. Uh that's a success of the 51. And you are still seriously wounded. So you're missing leeches. So you have seven leeches left. Uh so you can you can put those in <laughs> your in your inventory there, Lavinia. But you're still seriously wounded, Hubert. All right, so as you finish bl- your little bloodletting uh, assistance well, uh, of Marlin as she was doing it, and, and enjoying it greatly, by the way, uh, making other people bleed, Bear comes wandering in. He's got that whole, like, greasy vibe as a guy who's been working really hard all day, sits down, yeah. takes his shirt off, drinks a Diet Coke, and and then uh, and then you said you, Josh, off air because he just popped into the into the zoom. Yeah, Josh, you said I you're you're moderately wounded, right? Okay, so if you've got a bandage, uh, you can lend that to this, and Lavinia can try to heal you while Merlin is dealing uh, with the yeah, blood. Yeah, I got one bandage left. Okay. Okay, it's routine, so plus plus ten since she's at moderately. Oh God. Would you like to use uh, another fortune point oh, on that horrible roll? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I have the witch do me instead? She's busy. She's busy draining Hubert of all his blood. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! I don't want to be the healer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much stress. It's too much stress. Have one job. Yeah. Oh That's no! Fine. I pushed and I holy it failed. I don't want to be the oh. healer. Lavinia's dead. Yeah, it would be 52. So your wounds are also infected. No. Oh, this is so good. And Lavinia takes another 2D 10 plus 2. Uh, you're having uh, you're apparel. just you're just so distracted. Uh there's your there's your peril. Add two to that and take it. Hey, it's the same roll. Uh so then she'll go ahead when once once she's done bleeding Hubert, she comes over, sees the horrible job that Lavinia has done patching and she's like, perhaps I put um, my faith in the wrong person. (laughs) And for even more money, since you have the, what's it called? She'll, she'll give it a go and she will crit succeed on her. (laughs) She's just showing you up. She will crit (laughs) succeed on her bloodletting test to heal your infection. This is ridiculous. What the hell are we getting out of this cabin? We've been on this cabin forever. We picked, and I also picked Healer in our other campaign, the Mutineer Zero. 
Well, don't worry. You're not in, you're not in it in Ailing Isle, so that's gonna be Melissa. Bless. Yeah. Good luck, Melissa. All right. All at say. least in at least in Meet New Zero, we're not dealing with leeches as our like level of medical progress. <laughs> All right. So since she crit succeeded, uh, not only does the infection go away, but you two end up actually going up one step on the damage condition track. So Josh, you can move up uh, oh. from moderately to lightly. Nice. Okay. I guess I owe her another cupboard for that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, you too. Very nice cupboard. Perhaps some curtains. Oh, God. No, you. That's I mean, not my expertise. Uh, well, the curtain rods, perhaps. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So everyone patched up. <sighs> Lavinia's got a task that she needs to complete if she wants to learn any spells. I will accompany you in your task. What did we learn of the the runaways? You didn't learn anything from from uh, from Merlin. She hasn't seen them, but uh, you did learn that there was that just a couple days ago, someone did see a cart with a kid in it passing uh, kind of through through the countryside, somewhat south of the Hobart farm, etc., but not. Yeah, you know, but not not on the main road anymore. They were like cutting northeasternly. So there's all sorts of farms all over the place. And so they weren't exactly on it, like directly on a farm. And almost, maybe they were trying to avoid detection or something like that. But. OK. And she did mention that there were many other waystone sites across the uh, across the area. Did we learn about the waystones yet or no? I mean, like she did get curious at your at waystone talk, but she starts pulling out some some scrolls and things like that. And she starts showing you these crude maps that she is, uh, she's compiled over the years, uh, some on parchment, some on cloth, uh, some faded, some not particularly well drawn, some stains on them and stuff like that. Uh, and she starts marking out a couple locations on it that she knows. And she's goes ahead and shows you a couple of those. Uh, there's one nearby uh, in the forest uh, the Retung Woods, uh, not too far away, but she says that's mostly overgrown at this point. Uh, there's another by Afun's Refuge, which some of you have already discovered. Uh, there was, and then there's a bunch more far to the north as well. So she kind of gives you some general sense of direction. Okay. It may be worthwhile to check one of these out on our way up. So where's this person Lavinia to seek out? The um, Hobart Farm. Is that the person we met on no. the way here? No. no, they mentioned the Hobart farm. Uh, they tend to, you know, that they raise goats. Uh, I believe you've you've learned that bit a while back. Uh, but no, it's just a farm. So yeah, so if we know that they were spotted near the Hobart farm, it would be good to question them about it. Sophia will go west to the farm. You say which direction that was? Pretty much due west. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be too difficult to find, especially with Lavinia around knowing the area pretty well. It wouldn't be an issue. This is this is getting closer and closer to her neck of the woods. Like this, she she lives a little further north, but you know northwest. But this is still the kind of everyone kind of knows where people are. Sleep at this over point. at Lavinia's. Oh God, nice. <laughs> What's so uh... frightening? Jeff made a map of my house, so that means demons. <laughs> I did. Yeah. There's, I mean, like, there's just blood everywhere. It's really strange. It's just there's a normal blood everywhere. Are you taking the cart with you? Or are you going to leave it here? What do you want? 
Yeah. Okay. What's north of the Hobart farm? Do we know? Oh, just just more farms. They were going like straight north, right? Uh, they were heading kind of into the woods. Uh, looking at the map, you would probably surmise that they are going to perhaps one of two places, Lavinia. If 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 what if what was explained to you on the road from the passersby, uh, they were they were heading into uh-huh. the woods. They weren't following the road. Remember, the road kind of goes northwest all the way to the yeah. to the bridge over the Tershvela. And then there's just a bunch of like random paths between different farms and things like that. But they were heading almost like straight north, northeast, meaning that they were they were maybe trying to circumvent the farms and going through the woods, maybe. Or they were perhaps if they somehow knew the location of this waystone site in, in the woods, maybe they're heading there or perhaps they're just going to your house. Uh, Roderick yeah. was with them after all. First step, Hobart Farm. Yeah. All right. So you head out. Uh, you see Lavinia, or excuse me, you see uh, Merlin kind of waving a handkerchief, wishing you all well. Oh, like, no. Sophia's going to continue to uh, be like Nate. tiptoeing very exaggeratedly and like working on her stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's going to continue to aggressively roll her eyes at you. Uh, and then she's going to have a stroke <laughs> and fall over. Oh, no. So who, uh, who wants to try to navigate on their way over there? Someone. Wants to do that. Lavinia, if you want to do it, you can just do it for free. I wouldn't okay. even require it yes. for you. But uh, how about somebody uh, go ahead? Does anybody want to scout ahead? Do you want to look for anything? Or are we just going to kind of make a bold and crazy beat? Uh, Zofia would like to try. Is it going to be a navigation? I'm giving the, I'm giving the navigation oh, for okay. free Sorry. just because Lavinia knows the area. I'm just giving it to her for free. It's like she's it's in, it's her backyard basically. But if somebody wants to roll a stealth to kind of move out in front and scout for danger or scout for wagon track signs maybe or anything. Sophia can do that. Is that a standard? Uh routine. You're not in terrible terrible ground right now. Every time Melissa talks about tiptoeing, I think of that one song where it's like tiptoe to the window. <laughs> tiptoe <laughs> through the tulips with me. It's I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Like Little Richard or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a pass with a 35. Nice. Okay. So you move out in front uh, and you start heading west. And you know it's not too far away. A little less than an hour uh, into the travel. Sophia, you're a little bit out in front when you notice that there is something kind of up ahead in this little mini valley between these two rocky hills. And it looks to be some kind of some kind of cart. Sophia's going to hold up her fist in the universal organized group sign for stop. And then let everybody Which know. None of us are well versed in. <laughs> so. Go ahead and walk up with her, guys. <laughs> and then when everybody catches up, say that, you know, there's something over there. See, there's something in there or something. As you get a little closer and you start coming around the bend a little bit more, you notice that the wagon itself seems to uh, be broken down. It doesn't seem to be. One of the wheels, the back wheels, is kind of off its axle. And it seems to be in a bit of disarray. Uh, roll a roll an awareness test. Uh, what, I'm what oblivious. T rating. Awareness is standard. It's fine. Uh, yeah, you don't really notice anything else. And as you get really close, as far as you can tell, it just just looks like looks like some sort of wagon. It still has stuff in it, but it does look like the stuff has been ransacked a bit. I want to see if I recognize it at all. Let's make it a folklore test because it's kind of like local knowledge if you would recognize this just standards fine standard okay sophia just barely passed an awareness 
and I passed my folklore with a 10. As Sophia sneaks up a bit behind Hubert, who who trudged through the snow without much of a care, Sophia, you're still tiptoeing like whatever the hell you are. <laughs> oh, I totally have it pictured in my head, like high steps, high knees. Sophia, you notice that there appears to be something buried in the ground about 10 yards beyond the wagon, and you can't make it out. It's like there's like, it looks, it almost looks like a weapon, maybe. You see a mound, and it's a discolored mound. And as you start to, to zero in and focus, you realize there's, looks to be blood uh, kind of mixing with the snow, this, this kind of reddish brown color. Uh, Lavinia, you do in fact recognize this wagon uh, with your successful 10. Uh, it is one of your neighbors, uh, your closest neighbor, in fact, that uh, sits off to the west. And I can't remember, what were those names again? Were, I mean, like, they're they're kind of like you know them. You might Maybe you invite them over for wine oh, and cheese at some point. Oh, is this your casual you know? way like, of telling me to make up a, a neighbor right on the spot? This is, this is my casual. This is me turning the gotcha. tables. Um, table on the other foot, one might say. <laughs> Um, almost almost the name of our podcast instead of lollygaggers hey that's billy bow jim bob billy bow and jim no not billy bow and jim bob uh this is the sendlers the sendlers okay but no yeah you recognize the wagon it's kind of got the the layout and the build that you've seen before um but uh yeah it's broken down you've seen it before they've passed by you've you've ridden it you've ridden on this wagon to town from time to time they've given you a ride before um, but they live further north, closer to you. A couple, maybe an hour and a half away. On seeing the mound and the discoloration, Zofia is going to turn to Stekus and Bear and say, hey guys, come over here, take a look at this. And Lavinia will kind of stand next to the cart and, edge and like hold onto the ledge. This is the settlers' carts. They live closer to my home. They must have been returning from Verdum. And she'll kind of... She'll look in the cart to see like what's left inside. Definitely been like some crates and some chests in here that have been busted open. You can see there's some food stuffs. You can see that there is uh, some clothes, things like that. There's not a ton of snow uh, that's covering the wagon. Whenever this wagon was broken down and ransacked, it was probably not all that long ago uh, because it hasn't really heavily snowed uh, in, in a few days. Okay. Um, is there anything salvageable? Uh, you probably could, uh, but before you you start, uh, just as you start doing it, I would say, Zofia, you you kind of notice something else a little bit further south. You can see what looks to be a small plume of smoke, uh, maybe 30, 40 yards south of you through some trees. Because Lavinia doesn't necessarily want to take this stuff for herself. She wants to see if she can gather it up and if they find the Sendlers, bring it to them. But we should also probably check out that mound of whatever is dead. Yeah, I want to head over and take a look and see what's going on with the blood on the ground. Okay. As you get close, you realize that there are some bodies that have been uh, kind of hacked up and have been partially buried in the snow. Is there a head or heads that I can attempt to recognize. If you would like to dig through it, you certainly could. Let me go ahead and put you all on the map really quick. This is what happens when I start playing with a new toy. Oh no, this was planned. I just want to 
No, it wasn't actually. It was a random roll. I just roll my random random encounter rolls before session. And so if I need to make anything, I can make something. Oh, that's that's cool. what I do. So you uh, you all are kind of like huddling around. And uh, as you step forward, Stekis, uh, you notice that there are some bodies that are kind of half buried in the snow. Uh, a couple of weapons have been scattered around, including the one that kind of drew Sophia's eye. Uh, you don't see any signs of the horses uh, that would have been pulling this cart. Uh, and you still see that that plume of smoke a little bit further down this this hill this not really a hill but more like a an incline uh, off to the off to the east you can see there's some trees and a and a stream kind of comes to the end of in a small pond unfortunately there are a few casualties from this struggle i imagine we should expedite our travel to avoid running into whatever caused this. Wait, Lavinia, you you knew these people? I mean, I recognize the cart as as my neighbors, the Sandlers. Do, do these look like them? Well, it's buried. Uh, they oh, do, in is. fact. Yeah. As you start clearing away some of the snow, uh, they definitely seem, and, and it, it seems relatively recent, uh, and as you guys are just kind of going about this, uh, you suddenly hear rustling from the south as a couple of figures start emerging uh, from the direction of where that that kind of that smoke was coming from, uh, and they're just kind of stepping stepping up from behind this kind of tree line area. It looks like they were kind of covered in blood a little bit on some of their armor. Uh, you've seen figures like this before; they look very much uh, wild furs and hide armor, these crude looking weapons. Uh, and they kind of step out and you can see this really large, thick, uh, uh, feminine figure. She steps up with this fairly big maul that she's kind of carrying propped up over one of her shoulders. Uh, the other two are a little bit smaller, but equally grisly looking. And you can see that one of them is is carrying some kind of axe and, and shield. Another one seems to be carrying uh, a flail that's just kind of dragging around uh, in the snow. And they pull this like hand axe kind of right off of uh, kind of the, uh, some little back satchel that they have. Uh, and they step forward and she shouts something in a language you don't understand. Uh, and they begin uh, to move in. So we're in initiative order now. The female... With the big mall, she's gonna she's gonna go first. This is kind of hard terrain, uh, effectively, so you're not gonna be able to do okay. any charging. But neither will they. So she's going to move up a little bit with two movements. She can get to up to Stekus. So you see her start lumbering forward with this uh, this big old mall, uh, and then she's gonna go ahead and swing swirling around over her head and she's kind of dropping it down on top of you like a sledgehammer. Uh, and that'll be a success. You'll go ahead and take 10 points of damage, but I'm going to go ahead and explode one of the D6s. Uh, I'm going to use a fortune point since I have three and now I'm down to two. And so take another five points worth of damage. So take 15 points of damage, Stekis, as this, this woman comes running across the snow at you. 
uh, kind of stepping over top of this body of one of Lavinia's neighbors and just sweeps down over the top of your head uh, with this maul. It has to exceed the threshold, right? Correct. Okay. Lavinia, you are you are next up. Oh, God. I'm not engaged, right? Nope. Uh, man, she really does not want to be next to this big, beefy lady. Who can blame her? Yeah. Um, can I hold? Uh, you absolutely can. Uh, when you're want, when you're ready to go, just let me know, and that'll kind of reset your order in the initiative. Okay. Okay. So uh, then it'll be the marauder. One of the other marauders will go next. That's the one with the shield. Uh, we'll do basically the same thing uh, that she did, and. Before he comes up, you'll see he's got his, this wooden shield and he's got this axe. He'll kind of slam them together and go, uh, uh, and then he'll start uh, he'll start trucking across the the snow, stepping over the tops of these bodies, and he'll stand right in front of Stekis. Uh, this is going to make this a little bit easier as now Stekis has, has got two uh, two of these figures surrounding him uh, in an engagement, and so the difficulty will drop slightly. And then this guy's going to go ahead and swing uh, this axe at you. And that will be another success. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and... No, I think I will explode another one. So I'm going to go ahead and do one more D6 really quick. Oh, man. So I'm going to explode the one into a six. So that's six plus six plus four plus four. So that's 20 points of damage. Oh my gosh. Okay. Jesus Christ. I am now at seriously wounded. Go ahead Just and roll like your D100. Uh, this thing is doesn't have any particularly special things to it. Roll a D6 to see if I get wounded. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. D6 first. All right. You're good on that. Uh, and so since that took me, it's serious and grievous, or because that took me down from, from lightly to serious. So don't I roll... Twice. You rolled twice. You rolled two d6s for for serious. Yeah, so roll another. Okay, you you dodged your injuries. Uh, Hubert, it is uh, well. Hubert and Zofia are tied. Who did you say broke that tie? You all figured Hubert. that out. Okay, Hubert. so who, Hubert, you're up. Okay, let's make this a little more even. As I step forward next to Stekis. Okay. And I'll stab her with my firehardened spear. All right. So you'll try. You'll want. No, to. I will. <laughs> Oh, you uh, you have reach on that, right? Confidence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just it's two two to two in this engagement. Should so just keep it standard on the ATX. Uh, let's see. Oh. All right, that oh, is no. just barely a miss. A fifty-three to fifty-two. Do you want oh. to uh, do you want to go ahead and and uh, and uh, use one of those uh, that's, fortune that's points? Interesting. Would you like to <laughs> use a fortune point? How did you have? Me, I have one misfortune, and you have two fortune left. Nice. We have one now. Okay. <laughs> You're using it, and I'm up to two. Beautiful. No. Even worse. <laughs> if you had a crit, if you had a crit failed, I'd have you have just straight up killed Stekis. Dead. Okay. Uh, Hubert, you've got one more AP left. Are you banking it, or you want to do something else with it? I'll hold it to remember how to play. 
Okay. Dude, you don't have an excuse. <laughs> we just played last Thursday. What I completely talking? forgot we have three AP. I was supposed to like only Josh, <laughs> only, only Josh and Coder get an excuse because they haven't played in a couple of weeks. The rest of oh, us played God. just a couple of days ago. Ugh. All right, Sophia, what do you want to do? All right, Sophia is going to move up in here. People don't know what here means. Sorry. So Sophia is going to move around where she's got some party members already engaged. So we're going to continue to kind of flip the numbers in our direction. Okay. So that's one AP for a hustle. So you're surrounding the guy who's got the shield. Is that what's going on? Yes. All right. And then I'm going to try to attack with my faux shard. All right. Do you want to do anything else before you attack with it? Do you want to do no, some sort to... of perilous stunt that might help you? Do you want to do a take aim that might help you? Or do you just want to? I, know, I should have but taken then I that won't... I forgot to. Okay. <laughs> but then I won't have an AP just... for defense. And I feel like. I get you. Be... But but no, nah, I get you. But you guys don't use perilous stunts nearly enough. They really do aid in combat <laughs> pretty significantly. So go ahead. I will try to spend one to take aim and then attack and hope I don't die. Okay, so go ahead and take this to easy. No. All right, that is uh, that's a bad roll. That's a really bad miss. We got one more fortune point if you want to roll a reroll. That's a 98. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it again. Okay, I have three misfortune points. Pretty sure I'm going to kill somebody. This is going to go badly. It'd be me because I can't heal no more. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. They used all your fortune points. Yep. You, have, you haven't even got to go yet. Oh, nope. you're already dead. Oh, that mm. sucks. All right. There you of. go. You got a hit. You got uh, seven damage uh, to this guy with a shield. Probably who, won't do anything. Who, Although you do manage to bypass the shield with the thrust of your, your weapon, uh, you, you're not sure it actually hit flesh as the... Uh, they're wearing some sort of armor that seems to increase whatever uh, issues they might have or whatever no, because uh, thresholds I, they might have. Because I did succeed in hitting, um, mm-hmm. then can entangling come into effect? Uh, so the foe resisting uh, chokehold and flip to fail when resisting. Yeah, it's immediately after striking. So you did successfully strike, but you didn't actually damage. So uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, all right. So you did it at easy. So I'm going to make this hard because it's the inverse. Uh, and so we'll see. And it's flipped to fail. Okay. So that is a 96 and a 69. Uh, so yeah, they're choked currently. Yeah, I did something. Nice. And so how much? Uh, so go ahead and roll your peril. 1d10 plus 1 peril. Very nice. So that's 10 peril. That's 10 peril. That'll actually move them down one step. All right. Uh, okay. So next up is going to be the Marauder, unless you wanted to go, Lavinia. Yeah, Lavinia can go. Okay. Uh, where is Sophia? On the... Oh, there she is. Okay, I can see her. Um, I'm going to come move next to Stekus. So that's one. And then uh, I'm going to attempt a... Dirty trick okay. on Big Mama there. And Go I ahead. have to make a guile test for that. Yeah, you can make this at uh, at routine. It's kind of getting a bit crowded in this melee as everyone's kind of huddling up on top of this poor dead body of your neighbor uh, and just uh-huh. stomping on them uh, as the fight uh, transpires. So go ahead and uh, roll at routine for your guile test. 
And it's a crit fail. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you're rolling so bad tonight. All right. You're going to take eight points of physical peril as when you reach down to try to collect some snow, you slip a bit on the ice uh, and kind of overexert yourself. Okay. Eight more physical peril. How how far are you on the peril track? Because you took a ton uh, of peril from like being bad at healing. I am ignore one skill rank. Okay. Good deal. All right. Uh, so I think you got one more AP left. Just something you want to do. Uh, I guess I'll just, uh, can I attack with my, um... Yes, you got one AP left. Yeah. And I did not... Okay. And I rolled a 79. Yeah, you guys are just not good at this combat thing. All I'm right. not good at anything today. Yeah, <laughs> Lavinia just wants to go back to bed. I think Ashley does too. Uh, okay, so then the next one coming up um, is is going to trudge across and is going to do the same thing that these others have done. This one's rolling, running up. You've got one one arms carrying this flail that's dragging back in the in the snow a bit as he's charging in, and the other one he's like. With his, with his kind of his offhand, he's kind of flicking in in his hand, like running it through his fingers and twirling in his wrist a little bit. This like throwing axe that he's kind of ready uh, ready to do something with, uh, and so he's going to get closest to. It looks like he can get closest to Sophia, uh, and so he's going to kind of charge in uh, and attempt uh, a attack. It's really messy at this point. I'm going to have to use so many blood things to get this uh, get this this place to look right. All right, so. So he swings in, and that is a success. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and use a uh, one of my misfortune to make something explode. So that's three plus six is nine plus so thirteen points of damage to Zofia. Okay. Okay. And then Stekis, at long last, it's your turn. <laughs> When this combat started, you were by yourself up front. Now you have tons of friends around you. Uh, so I want to try and do a takedown on the lady. Okay. Uh, so she's a fairly big... What's your build type? Normal. Yeah, she's husky build. Uh, so I'm not going to like increase the difficulty uh, too much since she's not like corpulent, but she's fairly big. So just treat it as standard. Okay. And that's uh, athletics? Uh, yeah, so takedown since you're not since you're not actually running at him, uh, it would be coordination. There it goes, and I failed. All right, that's no, a that's crit a fail. that's a crit fail. Uh, yep. So you're gonna go ahead and take seven points of physical peril as you try oh to God. sweep down and like almost like a wrestling move, try to hook one of her legs and take him out underneath her. But as you do so, uh, you just kind of your your back kind of slightly gives out ever so bit ever so little bit. And uh, and you get back up a little twinge. Uh, Your you twin go- punches you. <laughs> <laughs> you got yep. two more AP. What do you want to do? All right, I'm gonna try and take this giant axe and just cut her. And get okay. angry. Okay. I'm gonna try and like do a cut across her chest. Go right ahead. It's just standard, right? Absolutely. It's a three v three in this here melee, and that's a success. I'm gonna. It has the uh, thing where I, if I have an extra AP, I can spend it and add another fury die. Sure. So roll two d six. Two d six. One exploded. 
All right, so you're up to 15. Then what's your CB? My CB is six. Okay, so 15 plus six is 21, plus three is 24. So you did nice. just you just did 24 damage to her. So uh, so describe how that looked to everybody. I I try and knock her down, and it doesn't really work. I kind of slip and hurt my back, so I straighten myself out, and I get a really good grip on my axe. I take a step back, and I just lean forward in my swing and go uh, right across her chest horizontally. Okay, that's going to move her down a few steps. I'll have to roll uh, for injury. I'm good. My weapon is vicious, right? When rolling for injury, roll an additional d6. Okay, so I'll roll one more, and I'm also good. Okay, so no injury, but she did just take a bunch of damage, so that's a pretty brutal gash. We're on the same one now. Okay, she goes first, though. (laughs) Yes, she does. Nice job, Stekas. Bear, what would you like to do? Yeah, Bear's going to... On our map, oh. Bear's hiding behind the wagon right now while everybody else is fighting. It's actually <laughs> hilarious to look at. Go ahead. So what's going on over there? I was going to fix gonna... this wheel. <laughs> Getting out of here, guys. I'm just going to roll up behind Zofia. How many people have a shield? Just this one guy? Just the one guy to the south of Zofia. Or, right. Excuse me, just the one guy in the middle of everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right. While they're playing around with him, I'm going to try and reach over Zofia and sunder his shield. Uh, with my faux shard. Okay. Roll. So I, I still use my, it's combat based and I, I'm using a simple weapon. So is it simple melee still? Yeah, it would still be simple. All right. Oop. Oh, wait, what's the difficulty? So I would keep it at standard. All right. That didn't work. Okay. Uh, you have other AP, you have another AP if you want to do anything? Uh, yeah, I'll just... I guess in the same motion while I'm trying to swing at his shield. Kind of see it's not going to work out. Just go for the, the other guy next to Zofia. Okay, so you're going to swing at the one that's kind of dual wielding. It's got like a throwing axe in one hand and it's got a flay on the other. Yeah. Just kind of do big, one big sweep. That's still standard. Still, no, for attack on this one, since you have a much clearer shot, you can make this routine as you and Sophia are kind of outnumbering him on this edge of the melee. Okay. And that's a crit. Yay, nice. Damage is eight. Uh, that is just enough. This will move down one step. Okay. Jeff, do you know how fucked up it is that you made me name my neighbors and then they're immediately dead? Yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rude. It's pretty fucked up. After the fight, if you survive, you're also going to have to roll a resolve test and probably take some corruption and some stress for actually seeing their dead bodies. But we're going to get into that later because okay, you might not survive this. So we'll see. the oh. the big old The big old lady who's right in front of you uh, is going to go next. Um, so. Yeah, go ahead, Bear. I can only do one. What's it called? Perilous stunt, one attack. One perilous stunt, one attack per turn. Plus, you moved, so you did all yeah. three. So you've yeah. used all your AP. But with the entangling, I, like on the hit, how does oh, that yeah. work? Same <laughs> with already me. He's already being choked. Or the knockdown. No, different okay. one. It's oh, not them. oh yeah, no. It's you force it to immediately resist. So, uh, so I can still do that. So roll your. It's oh, okay. a one. Should be one d ten plus one peril. As you 
You can do a chokehold or a takedown. Or yeah, or you can do a takedown if you prefer. Wait, so they're underlings and they can't they can't they can't use reactions. So underlings, there's a couple rules to underlings. They make it a little bit easier on you guys. So one of those is that they can't bank AP. Another is they can't use any reactions. And resisting is a reaction. So resisting uh sort of special abilities. So it wouldn't have actually mattered. I don't think maybe Hubert, but I don't remember. Um, but otherwise, uh, you're good. So do you want to do takedown or do you want to do a chokehold? Ooh, if you um, take him down, he gets knocked prone. So how does he get out of a chokehold then? Because you have to resist. Uh, I think on your turn, he actually can uh, go ahead and just try to... He gets a free one at the start of his turn. That's not a reaction. Oh, okay. He just gets a free attempt. I, uh, I think I'll choke him. Maybe try and get some peril down on him. Go for it. So I can lose a skill rank. Yeah. All right, so what's 11. that? That definitely will Eight move them three. down. My BB. Uh, okay, so that'll move them down one step. 11 total? Yeah. Okay, so they'll move them down one. All right, nice. top of the round. It's going to be this uh, this big old lady. She is going to looking around. What's your build type, Lavinia? Like, Or do you look like a frail lady at this point? I know you're tall, but what's your physical build? Yeah, she's normal build. Uh, so I think she's going to an attempt. She's normal, but she is 6'2". She's a tall lady. Yeah, but she's a, a tall beanpole. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, this one is going to go ahead and attempt to take. It's going to come right back at old Steckitz here, uh, seeing him as perhaps the biggest threat, considering that huge chunk that he laid into her. And she's going to attempt to take down. Uh, with a coordination test, she's going to sweep at your legs with the the kind of the actual sh- shaft of of the of the splitting wall. She's going to kind of like whip it around a bit, and so she's kind of holding just underneath the splitting wall and trying to trying to get that between your legs to take you down. Uh, so this is going to be a coordination test for her. So that'll be a success. Uh, you can resist uh, coordination as well to try to get out of this. Uh, this take down. coordination to resist. Mm-hmm. Keep it standard. It's fine. There's oh, a crit fail. Oh my gosh. Yep. What are we doing tonight? Uh, so I'm going to say a few things are going to happen. Uh, you're going to slip. You're going to fall. You're going to take some peril. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bump it to 2d10 plus 2 because you're falling on top of a dead body. Uh, and so you'll take 14 points of physical peril from the fall on onto the ground, okay. uh, onto this kind of cold, hard ice. Then she's going to go ahead and she's going to take aim uh, with uh, with her one of their AP. And then she's going to use her last AP to swing down on top of Stekis uh, with her maul. And she's talking... <laughs> like this whole time and like uh-huh. talking talking smack uh all right i'm gonna go ahead and spend a misfortune point to re-roll that that's a miss so i'm gonna do that again look at that damage he would have been done zoning that's success that's much uh, better much less damage Whew. uh but i do have one more misfortune point left uh, and I actually get to roll an additional d6 because he's laying down on the ground uh, with a mm-hmm. takedown. So yeah. we're up to 11. And 
I think I will hand in that last d6. So you're going to take a total of 14 points of damage as she slams the smitting maul right down into your chest as you're you're trying to, to stumble back up from the, the ground. That'll be her turn. The male standing also next to Stekis, seeing Stekis fall, first he's going to try to roll a coordination test to unhinge himself from Sophia's, uh, Sophia's chokehold here. Um, I need to roll an injury, right? Uh, if you moved, yeah. Or did you move down to Grievous? I did. Then roll 3d6s. Uh, Okay, that's going to be an injury. So let's resolve that before we resolve the uh, the turn for for the male. So go ahead and roll a d100. So you've got mangled organ. Until fully recuperated, you remain incapacitated. Incapacitated doesn't mean you're knocked out. It just means you can't pass any skill tests. Uh, The specific means of incapacitation you can kind of describe and flavor that how you want, but. you must undergo a successful surgery or suffer the consequences. Once a mangled organ has undergone a failed surgery, you permanently gain, Josh, you're going to like this one, the eunuch drawback. Oh my. <laughs> so as she's ripping the maul out, it kind of slides down your chest, across your stomach, and into your groin area. And it's just this horrible cutting, dragging uh, feel across it. Uh, do you have any fate points that you want to spend to avoid this injury? I suppose I need to spend one. Okay. So you spend the fate point. Or just say, bank it and save yourself from dying like next round. Just saying. I mean... Uh, you have two fate points, I think, right? Because you took a drawback at creation, right? Yep. All right. So, oh, okay. Okay. Shield guy will go next. And seeing the, uh, the figure laying on the ground in front of him, he's going to take advantage of this. But first, I'm going to roll and try to break that, uh, that chokehold that Zofia's got on him. Uh, so that's an athletics test for resistance. Mm-hmm. And that'll be a success. And then he will take aim. Yeah, I think I'll take aim once. And then I will go ahead and roll an attack with this axe that he's carrying in his hand. On whom? This is on Stekus, who's laying on the ground, taking advantage of the person laying on the ground. That'll be a success. Uh, that's Eight points of damage. I don't have any more misfortune to up it. Is so. it plus? Isn't it a plus D six? Or did you add that for me being on the ground? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Thank you for being honest. Um, so twelve points. Twelve points of damage. Fortunately, due to the fact of I have plus three to my damage threshold when I'm grievously wounded, that does not exceed my threshold. Awesome. 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 All right, Hubert. You just saw Stekis go down, and he's looking pretty awful. Uh, what would you like to do? Would you like to? Do you want to take an attack at him too? Um, <laughs> it's all the rage right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, watching this poor man get beat up. I'll have to step up here. I'll attack. With, like the shielded guy that's right next to me. Sure. Do you want to do okay. anything? Do you want to do anything call, yeah, first? Me, yeah, because go ahead and call this shot with so, a, or take aim. I mean, so, okay, because call shot is actually a higher difficulty, and you okay. Uh, one take aim. Go for it. So you study him really carefully, look to see when he drops the, drops the shield, and uh, you reach out. The spear just gets easily blocked away by the shield. Um, you got another AP if you want to do something else. All right, I'll try to hit his shield next. 
Okay, so it's a combat-based skill test. So uh, I, for you, are you using a martial or a simple melee weapon it's right simple now? Simple at the moment. So go ahead and roll a simple melee test. That's a fail. Oh, you guys okay. are just flailing oh, around tonight. Uh, Zofia, your turn. Oh, my goodness. Thank the oh, Night Father. Goodness. Am I right? Am I uh. right, Hubert? <laughs> follow the father of the Night Father. Look around. You know what? I think I'm going to follow the god of murder. I think that's what I'm going to do. I like the one about murder. All right, Zofia, it's not looking good. I will say the the big lady got wounded pretty pretty bad. Uh, the one that's dual wielding next to you has also taken some damage. The shield guy in the middle of this fray is doing what a shield guy does and just sort of uh, all these hits and attempts are just kind of clanking off that wooden shield. No problem. I am going to also try um, what was done before and I'm going to try to do um, splinter shield. Okay, go for it. Combat based skill test for you. It's probably simple. Yep. This would be uh, standard. Uh, yeah. With Stekas on the ground, I don't think he's he's really helping your numbers currently. Yeah, that's fine. Of course not. Why would that work? Okay. Uh, I'm going to... I don't think you guys have rolled lower than 70 in like the last half an hour. This is Except crazy. Uh, it's been horrible. It's awful. All right. I'm going to try to do a um, take aim and an attack. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. So 10 damage. 14. This is to the dual wielder or to the shield guy? Uh, this is to the guy that's taken yeah. the most damage. So now I've been attacking shield guy, so I'm just going to stick with shield guy. All right. And I'm going to do the entangling thing again. Sure. Um, so for me, it's so it's 1d10 plus BB. I'm assuming from a just a general perspective, because I'm small and frail, that takedown for me would be harder than chokehold. So that's um, why chokehold. Fair enough, but I, I think there's a case to be made that you could, since you're doing coordination, like getting underfoot of somebody sometimes could help. Like if you're trying, you know, you okay. can kind of I make mean, that case. The, it's yeah. the better stat for me to do coordination. So the the takedown's automatic. The uh, the the two the two the shield like I already let it slip, but the shield guy and the the dual guy are, are considered underlings, so they can't resist. So that you're going to be able to take them down. So it's automatically going to go through. So you don't have to worry about rolling a check. Are you take Are you taking him down, or are you doing chokehold? Take down. All right. So you see the guy with the shield uh, right in front of Stekas slip and fall on the ground. Uh, shield's kind of on top of him still. Uh, it doesn't seem to lose either of his weapons. Uh, Lavinia, what do you want to do? Since that guy's down, uh, I want to try and splinter his shield. Since everybody else has tried, I might as well throw my lot in okay uh i'll make it a little easier for you since at this point he's on the ground and it's a little bit easier to attack so you can kind of bump that to routine routine uh, okay mm-hmm. and then it's coordination what kind of weapon are you using actually um i have my uh spear okay fire that's fine spear. spear i'm fine with yeah splinter shield is combat based it's gonna be it's gonna be a simple oh, yeah. melee yeah a simple melee test 14 pass. Yay. As he falls to the ground, Lavinia is there ready and waiting, and she just thrusts the spear down. You can see it just split the the shield entirely in half. Doesn't quite make it. He manages to kind of shift just enough so the spear doesn't actually impale him as well, but the shield most certainly is ruined. Uh, Okay, you've got two more AP. What do you want to do? Can I take aim on him and attack? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Or shot, I guess. Uh, call shot would make it more difficult, and it would mean all call shot is going to do in this particular case is make it so that he can't parry. He's already okay. used all his AP, so oh, that's not I really betting footing you anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll do. I'll do take aim for sure. Okay. So you carefully, as the as the pieces of the shields fall to either side, you pull the spear back one more time, thrust it back down again, rolling at routine. If you hit, you'll get an extra D six because he's because he's already laying prone. So go ahead and roll. Okay, and just my weapon. Just hit your roll button next to the weapon, and that's no, a fail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like everything else I've done. That is the end of your turn. Uh, all right, so the the two-handed, the, the dual-wielding guy, Josh, uh, Bear uh, entangled him, right? with a. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and roll my athletics to try to break that on my turn. That's a crit fail, so I'm going to have him take some, uh, obviously, peril on top of it. Aw, I rolled a one on my peril. So he took two peril, which doesn't do anything. Um, Then he's still choked, so you can't actually do anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the only thing you can do is attempt to resist again at the beginning of your turn. Yeah, so he's just going to sit there (laughs) the whole time. Unable it's to do like anything for me too, though. Like I can't do anything other yeah. than maintain it. Okay, so. Stekus, you're up. Uh, you're laying on the ground. The shield guy's laying on the ground. The uh, what do you want to do, man? You're you're feeling awful. It cost, yeah, it costs two AP to stand up, so, and I can't maneuver away. So, do you have any ranks in coordination? I do not. Okay, then yes, it costs two AP for you to get up. So I I can only get up. I can't maneuver away. You can actually, you can, uh, uh, so getting up, like when you do, when you stand from prone, it's not just getting up, it's actually stepping away, but it does provoke opportunity attacks. So I, I can't maneuver on the ground without getting up. So I have to stand up, correct? Um, I don't, I, th- I think you can, but there carries, remember that whenever you try to do other types of movements, like crawl or climb or something like that, there's movement riders, so they cost additional AP. So I would say that if you wanted to try to maneuver away while prone, I would say it's going to be like three AP and you'll probably only be able to move like maybe three yards or something like that. Like a couple, like what's your, uh, what's your agility bonus? Six. Okay. So we'll say... We'll say you can you can maneuver for three AP and you can move uh, your agility bonus away. All right. So then, Bear, it's your turn. You got this guy locked in the chokehold. Do you want to continue to maintain the chokehold or do you want to do something else? Nah, I'll do something else. Okay. Let's hear it. So I'm going to whip around the other side. Okay. With this dual wielding guy and kind of get within reach with my bow shard of the shield guy. He's lying on Is the he ground. Still knocked sure. down? He is still knocked down. He hasn't, he hasn't come back on his turn yet. Yep. Um, I just bring down my little spear thingy. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can do this at uh, routine. You guys kind of outnumber a bit. Okay. That's a success. Roll an extra D6 for him being uh, on takedown right now. Laying prone. Nice. Let's see. So roll D6. one more. Oops. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I like how your weapon says also not castle forged. <laughs> I tried. All right, so that's ten total damage, which will move him down a step. I will okay, actually 10 plus uh, my CB plus one. Yeah, so, so that's sixteen total. So, what were you getting? 
No, that's not how it works. Uh, the seven is already calculating your CB. It is. Yeah, you rolled a five. You you rolled oh a you rolled a one, God. and you have five for your CB, which is six. That's terrible. Plus that's one for the weapon damage, <laughs> and then three more uh, for the extra D six. So you rolled ten. It still moved him oh down a God. step, so it's okay. Like you still moved down a step, and I do have to roll for injury, so that's all. Good. Uh, and I'm good on injury. Okay, uh, you got one more. I think you're. Are you good? You got one more AP, or you want to do something else? Uh yeah, I got I got an EP. Alright, so you can do like a parallel stunt or something if you want. You can do a uh you can do some sort of inspiration. Don't forget that we have uh ways of making people's uh damage thresholds go up with inspiring words. Oh what do I need for that? Leadership. It's leadership, so oh, if you don't have it, it's flipped to fail. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only problem with that. You can also do litany of hatred, uh, but these 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 don't look like they're they're gonna get intimidated too easily. Can he chokehold the guy that he just hit since he landed with the Foshard? Yeah, I mean... Reduce it, his peril threshold? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'll just pin down on him with the Foshard do a chokehold. So nine. Uh, so what's the total? Nine. nine peril damage. All right, that is enough to move him down one step. I will be ignoring one skill rank. I'm still next to the dual-wheeling guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use like my other hand to like sweep at his legs with my stick and try and knock him down. Uh, so you want to try to do a takedown. So you've got your you're wielding the spear one handed and you have your swagger stick in the other. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Right. So and you're trying to do a takedown on the dual wield guy with your with your swagger stick. That's and you're amb- yeah. and you're ambidextrous. So yeah. this is all cool. Uh, no. You're not. Are you sure? I not anymore. You're not <laughs> ambidextrous I, anymore. I messed up on my. On my, uh, oh, you over purchased. Take it off. Yeah, you over purchased. Okay, so yeah. then this will be flip, flip to, fail. to fail. Yeah, it'll yeah. be flip to fail. Okay. So go ahead and roll a coordination test at flip to fail. All right. Nice. That'll be a fail, and we're gonna come around now to big, big mama, who was Stekis moving away. Really, only has one target. I think Ashley. Because Lavinia's standing <laughs> right there, right in front of her. Yeah. I mean, Aww. who else is she supposed to attack? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and attempt to take down, um, I think, Husky versus Slender. I'm not going to do anything special, so we'll just keep it normal. Um, normal difficulty. So, yeah. So, I'm going to attempt a little coordination test to try to trip and knock you down. Okay. That's going to be a success. You can resist since I'm doing a takedown. Don't forget that you get a free resist with coordination. Also okay. standard for you. Jeff, you're rolling so low tonight. I'm rolling really well. <laughs> and you guys can... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Crit Another fail. Crit fail. All right. So you're going to mm-hmm. fall to the ground. I'm going to die. Okay. And I'm going to do the same thing I said with Stekis, is that you're falling to the ground. Your crit fail 1d10. But because you're falling on top of dead bodies, let me go ahead and up that. So you're going to take 13 points of peril. Okay. How are you doing on that peril track? I'm ignoring two skill rings. Oh, boy. She's not. Uh, she is going to then <laughs> take aim with one, and then she is going to bring, quite literally, the hammer down on top of you. Well, it's a mall. It's a mall. Oh, it's, a mall. Okay. It's, pretty, it's pretty close. Uh, okay. So. Amar, I'm just looking. I'm waiting. Oh, boy. So routine. Uh, do you got your armor on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. That's a success. 
Oh my god. And 17 points of damage. Roll 3d6s. Uh, you did move two, so you're going to move down to grievously, it looks like. Good yeah, rolls, no sixes. Okay, so you are grievously as well. And then that is enough for her turn. And we're going to move over to the... This is so strange, because these weren't even... You know, these are these are weak guys. Uh, we're going to do the uh, shield dude, who's going to turn his attention to Zofia after standing up with two. Choke. Oh, fuck, that's right. Uh, so I got to do all this choking. Why do people gotta choke people? That's so rude. Hey, man. don't kink shame, Jeff. Alright, so I break I do break the chokehold. I'm gonna spend two AP to stand up. I don't have my shield anymore. I'm gonna spend one AP to swing uh at Zofia who's standing right next to me. I'm gonna put two hands on this woodman axe now, uh, which means the damage is gonna go up a tick if I hit. And here we go. That is another success. Jeez, guys, I'm just killing you. Uh, so do you have any AP left, Sophia? I don't believe so, no. All right, you take 16 points of damage. Of course I do. As he takes, it's basically just a lumberman's axe, and he just brings it back over his shoulder and just hacks down at you. Okay. That brings me down to seriously. Go ahead and roll uh, two D6s, please. You're also good for injury. And then at this point, mm-hmm. it's going to be Hubert's turn. After I see this woodwoman swing her axe at um, Lavinia, I'll point my spear at her and tell her, I'll be your next challenger. You're finally using it? Okay. Uh, this What is this? Issue challenge? Yeah, you're issuing challenge. Yeah. What is that? So I select her and she becomes defenseless. Mm-hmm. Until she dies or yep. we die. Yep, exactly. Okay, so uh, are you going to take aim? Or are you going to try to knock knock them down first? You're within range of her because you're using a spear. You're at range. I'm going to uh, go for the knockout perilous stunt. Okay, so you're going to try to knock her out because this is one of the things you can do now. Uh, since she's technically defenseless, knockout is something that you can only use when a car- when somebody is defenseless or surprised, basically. Mm-hmm. And since his ability of his new new profession, do you want to tell them what your profession is? Yeah. So my intermediate profession, I am now a hedge knight. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we got a hedge knight and a hedge wise, but we're not gonna have a hedge wise much longer. So it's all. Good. I'm technically not yeah. just a hedge wise anymore. I'm, I'm an elementalist. You're a corpse. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, a dead body. <laughs> 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 Funny, I'm already here with my friends, so might as well add to the pile. Okay, so go ahead and roll your uh, athletics test for the knockout. Standard's fine. Of course, I I failed that one. Get that weak sauce out of here. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a feint, so, so here comes bad. the real attack. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like deja vu right now. What's going on? Oh, okay. I'm going to take aim as she's distracted by that weak attempt of a knockout. Okay. And thrust further into the wound that she had earlier from Stekus. She got... Stekus did a pretty vicious blow to her, too. Crit success! Yes! Look at you! Uh, that's a one. Uh, you did ten damage. That seems really good. Um, taking a look really quick. See if I've got anything. So the big lady has a taint of chaos. Uh, you all are very familiar with that. Uh, oh, no. Called, uh, called uh, I think it's like cancerous protection. 
which gives her plus two to damage her damage threshold. On the bright side, it still only brings her to nine, so your 10 damage does, in fact, move her down. Uh, and so moves her down to grievously, so I have to roll 3d6. Get a wound. And I did not get a wound. Uh, so you're good. Moving on to yeah. Sophia now. All right, so the shield has been broken. So I think she's going to do a double take aim. Okay. He's standing, so you take two aims, so plus 20. So you can go ahead and move it to easy difficulty and roll your attack. Crit success. That's great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. 10 points of damage will move them down uh, another step. So that's going to move them to seriously. And so they're going to take two D6s uh, really quick. So, and I will try. Hang on, hang oh. on. Oh, he got a six. There is an injury. Now, here's the thing, though. Underling rules. When you when underlings underlings straight up die when they get injured. <gasps> so why don't you go ahead and roll a d100? Gladly. I'm so stressed. I want to barf. I just want to like. This was supposed to be the easy fight, just to get everyone to remember how to play. Gross. Okay. Yeah. There's literally one person in two underlings. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, okay, so then, 28. Okay, so basically, uh, this is going to be in a, in a fractured larynx. So, could you please describe how you kill this guy who stood up, swung at you, and you came back, and knowing that that the attack that you had went went to his larynx, and you managed to kill him. Can you describe for everybody what that looks like there, Melissa? Use your... So Sophia has been getting very, very frustrated and she's kind of remembering um, what Merlin told her earlier. And she's like, no, maybe this wasn't so smart, but maybe I can like try to be stronger. And so she just sort of kind of pulls the Foshar back kind of as much as she can just to try to get some extra torque in and just kind of goes straight for the neck. 